0: This is The Pool. I'm me your host. And this is episode six and a half? I don't know. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> uh, welcome back, y'all. And welcome back to me. <laughs> uh, the Pool. Yes, 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 yes. I'm um, trying some new things out. This is uh, The Pool proper... This will probably be more of a one-shot though. Try to get my sea legs back. Um, as most of you know, and if you do not know, a update recap all that. Um, I'm currently in the Texas region, formerly in the Midwest. Um, being down here for a little while now, I am pretty much figuring things out. I'm getting familiar how I can get to Walmart (laughs) without my GPS. Um, All that being said, I finally have found me a comic shop, which was like the biggest and most stressful part of the move. Um, And with that, my pull list is growing. I have started off with just a few titles, so this episode will probably be a little shorter. Um, I have not my list my pool list now is maybe about five or six books um it's not that large mainly because with me moving down here uh marvel has done their resurrection reboot a lot of things with dc i kind of fell off of and then with indie stuff i'm so far behind and it's like a mix of i have trades for this room but then i have the individuals for here and there and then i'm missing a few so it's just like Ugh, and then my office looks freaking ridiculous. It's boxes on top of boxes on top of boxes of comics and other things, but I'm just in some sort of hellhole. So instead of sitting here in this hellhole and stressing about it, I figure I just record through the madness. Um, so yeah, jump right in. Uh, a, a few headlines. Not anything too major, of course, by the time of this recording, and by the time you listen to this, the Black Panther trailer has dropped. Tell me something. What do you know about Wakanda? It's a third world country. Textiles, shepherds, cool outfits, all the front. Explorers have searched for it. they drop it was (sighs) this i don't know there's nothing i can say i'm tongue-tied i'm speechless (laughs) all in the name of um t'challa and crew um i will say quick comment on it angela bassett looks absolutely amazing white hair and all um i know we were Rumored slash promised slash fanfic hoped fingers crossed that she would have played Storm in the original X-Men cinematic universe ish. She did not, and you know you don't get, always get what you want. With that being said, I am hoping to anybody you believe in praying <laughs> that Black Panther um knocks out of the park. And has its own kind of side franchise or continuous uh, movies of Black Panther 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and 7. And if we can have her feature prominently with that white hair as a sort of slap in the face, like, eh, you could have had the one true goddess, but you kind of dropped the ball. (laughs) But, um... Of course, everyone pre-order your tickets now for Black Panther in theaters next year, February sixteenth, two thousand eighteen. I doubt you're able to do that, but uh, <laughs> wishful thinking, right? Um, let's see what else, what else, what else. Okay, other headlines we have: um, the Defenders, um, the new Defenders series, the uh, that Marvel was uh, putting out, came out ooh, this month, I believe. I have issues one and two. Uh, Just like with Luke Cage, I have both of those, and I am dragging my feet with opening these books and reading them. Um, I've skimmed through a little bit. Um, Again, don't bite my head (laughs) off, because I'm a horrible comic collector. But um, the covers look promising. Uh, Once I get a little bit of downtime, I'll definitely skim through them and uh, get caught up. But, of course, uh, the Defenders series on Netflix after the long-awaited kind of introduction backstory to all of the characters um i'll include iron fist as well we have the holy grail of marvel tv ish <laughs> properties Um, uh, it'll be coming out on netflix august 18th 2017 so that's like mm, maybe a month and a half away so uh Mm, yeah about a month and a half away so looking forward to that um i'm looking forward to any and everybody who's going to be uh live tweeting um anyone under the sound of my voice who knows someone who knows someone who knows someone if there is going to be a live tweet ish situation going on let me know carefree blurred um yeah because i definitely want to get in on that uh the trailer looks promising the Steals that I've seen look great as well um all in all I don't think that this Marvel can do any wrong with Defenders um with however you feel about Iron Fist I have to believe that he if you think that he's trash and you didn't like the series or any of that that he being one fourth of this larger team up and then one maybe hundredth of the admit the like large cast that pulls from every single series that he won't be enough to spoil it. So I'm uh, going into it very positively with my head held high. Like this has to be better um than the sum of his parts or however that goes. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, let me see what else. Oh, also, I just recently, and I don't remember what the guy's handle was on Twitter, but I saw um, a photo posted of the Ghost Rider from Agents of Shield. Um, I think it's Robbie Reyes. If that's wrong, please correct me. Uh, tweet me carefree blurred. But it was him as a human versus him next to his uh, Ghost Rider form, and that was fucking amazing. Like, um, I was really big on Agents of Shield from the first season i think i'm maybe on season three or maybe started season four as far as where i am um in the series and i fell off a lot with the move a lot with you know preparing for my move like month months before um i enjoy the show it's campy but i love that about it uh for me it's like how empire is just a campy ass melodrama you know versus watching a serious queen sugar or Greenleaf. like i like agents of shield especially when held up next to the netflix series um it's so many freaking episodes though like 22 or 24 and but it gives you room to have longer arcs and more you know detailed history dialogue all that which is great but I fell off, and that image alone made me want to get back. So I'm going to find out exactly where I fell off at and try to jump back into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. slowly but surely. Um, And then what else? Oh, Fantastic Four. Uh, Me, I've never been big on Fantastic Four. I enjoyed... um, you know, reading over the comics as a kid, as I got older, we all know anyone who's following the Carefree Black Nerd that mutants have been my thing, but I have to acknowledge that that's the first family of Marvel, and I'm trying to go back and kind of, um, uh, learn the Fantastic Four from their beginnings to where they kind of went downhill a few years ago. um, And it stresses me out because I'm like, oh my god, all this stuff that has come off the backs of the Fantastic Four and me coming in as a comic lover, aficionado, uh, geek, whatever, I don't have a lot of knowledge about the Fantastic Four and I'm kind of upset about that, very upset actually, um, I don't know if I'll be able to sleep, no, um so, Axel Alonso, editor in chief at Marvel, uh teases a, like, Fantastic 4, 2-ish type of deal, where um, on Twitter he posted <laughs> this picture, which is obviously Ben Grimm, the thing with his traditional Fantastic 4 short set belt thing but instead of a 4, there was a 2 um, where the four should be, so we're looking at maybe we're getting a Johnny Storm, Ben Grimm, Fantastic Four thing, or perhaps we're getting like a I don't know. Ben Grimm teams up with other people type deal. I don't know, cause I want to say that is something that happened back in the day. I know Spider-Man had a lot of team ups, and then and this is funny. Don't um judge me guys, but I was half sleep, and I had read an article about the Fantastic Four being turned into a kid-friendly cartoon or movie, where there would be the Fantastic Four, would be Ben Grimm, the Thing, Johnny Storm as um, the Human Torch, but then instead of Reed Richards and Sue Richards, it'd be Valeria and Franklin Richards as to take place to replace their parents, and I don't know what the hell was going on, but I know I was, like, in and out of sleep. So, I know I read this article. I know it's real. I just can't remember exactly um, where I read it, if it was just an article that popped up somewhere, or if I searched for this. (laughs) I'm going to find it and then probably post a picture, because I know I saw a picture of Franklin and Valeria, like, riding a rhino or elephant whatever (laughs) i'm gonna leave it there let me take a quick break before we get back into the pool Back, we're back. Well I'm back. I'm back. You back. <laughs> um okay this week um my pull was really light because again, like I said, I just moved here and I finally have a comic shop that I'm enjoying and I only had a few <laughs> a few issues that came about. Um and Iceman. Iceman number two was, uh, very interesting, you know, Iceman finally has his own solo series, it's been fifty eleven years, and, uh, I guess he's never had one, <laughs> so that's cool, um, we have, <clears throat> I'm, I'm trying to get into, I've always liked the character, um, and I, but I haven't had much love for the character, uh, Bobby Drake is cool, um, I liked him more in the comics than I did in the X-Men movies from the early 2000s, but I still enjoyed him. It wasn't really, uh, he's not a make or break character for me. Like, even though I'm not obsessed with Wolverine, I still have feelings on Wolverine. Bobby, however, it was just like, eh, I'll take it or leave it. And then he, plus he's an, um, Omega-level mutant, which is cool. Um, I've never... In my history of reading through comics, never seen anything about him exhibiting Omega-level powers. Not to say it's not out there, because, of course, I haven't read everything. But um, an idea that I had, or a thought that I had, was why don't all these Omega-level mutants have their own series? Like, Storm is an Omega-level mutant. Why does she not have her own running series? It would seem that with all these dang old X-Men titles we have... If you would just focus on maybe the top five Omega-level mutants, give them a run. Like, that. Should they should always have something out there. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I don't work for Marvel. But Marvel, if you hear me, um, copyright uh, Carefree Black Nerd <laughs> Omega-level mutants in their solo series. Um, this book follows Iceman... The current Iceman, not the time-displaced Iceman, and his issues with becoming, you know, being out, being a newly out, same-gender-loving male, um, and dealing with his exes, and I was, I think I was listening to Jay and Miles explain the X-Men, and they interviewed, Jesus Christ, um... Cena Grace, about... Who's the writer of the Iceman series? About what the series would cover. And, uh, you know, vaguely, he let him know it would just be about Bobby and him coming into his own, being a newly identified as a gay man, and dealing with a lot of his exes. And it's... I, I'm really enjoying the series. Um, The first issue was pretty cool. Um, More of like an introduction, so I didn't have too many feelings one way or the other. The second one, however... Kitty Pry and another character who I don't have any issues with. I don't feel really any type of way, one way or the other, but she is the ex of the month or of the issue who we're going to be dealing with. He team up with her, they jump into a black blackbird, they uh go to kind of rescue this mutant who's a new mutant whose powers are emerging and all of this. But in the kind of the running theme is Bobby dealing with his ex and Bobby and Katie the, the dialogue is really good um it's it's believable um I can tell it's coming from a place of um like lived in experience if Cena Grace has not experienced um maybe having conversations with exes he's had who were of you know opposite sex or whatever it's believable um the story is pretty good the thing I find most awkward about it but it's the my issue i have with x-men period is that there's this mob that's trying to kill this kid and it's like ugh, again this has been like the running question with most people what makes mutants very any different from spider-man for from the fantastic four from the avengers like you can't as a baseline human who is born and raised in new york see spider-man and honestly think he's any different from wolverine you can see Jubilee and think she's any different from Captain Marvel. Like, you don't, unless you have insider knowledge. And even when you do have insider knowledge, what makes a mutant so hated and feared versus another super-powered individual? So that's the part that I never really like in these X-Books, but it helps pull the story along. But the part in this book that gets me the most is when they evade the mob. Um, Bobby throws up this ice wall and locks him, Kitty, and the guy Z. Z is for Zachary, I think. Mm, we'll go with Zachary because right now I he's it's not, it's not important. Um, and they get to talking, and she's like, Kitty says, um, let me see. Ta, 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 right here for a guy made of ice you really know how to make a mess of every situation make it a hot mess um so you know he's giving his little one-liners him and the little z guy and uh she says you went and made that car blah 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 i was supposed to be making my poll- okay so um she says is that your excuse for everything i didn't know and he says uh what are you really talking about kitty you said i was better <clears throat> excuse me better on my feet than your ex Oh, so then it hits him, you know, like, Kitty is your ex, and now you're gay. This next part is what I have an issue with. Kitty talking to him, they're in the middle of this open warehouse. She says, I had to find out my ex-boyfriend is gay from Gold Boss, the character in Spider-Man. When do you think we would discuss it? Never, never and my whole issue with this is that um, and this may be what some people go through I'm not a woman I'm not a woman who has dated a man I'm not a woman who has dated a man and then turned out later on that that man is actually gay or bisexual or identify as gay because for all intents and purposes Bobby is gay um, well he identifies as gay and if I'm, if I'm wrong if you know of an instance where he identified as pan or bi or something outside of um gay let me know you know i'll correct it but that as far as my knowledge he identified as gay and the issue i have with this is that she's making this about her again i'm not a woman i don't have this lived in particular experience but if i'm coming to you and i feel like you're my friend we dated what does it matter If you turn out to be of a different sexual orientation than you were when we dated, I can see where us being friends now, this is something you would want to maybe help me through or I don't know, be there for me. But if this person I've dated no longer is interested in the same, the sex that I am, the gender that I am, it doesn't, that's none of my business. And that's the part of this book that just kind of blew me like, mmm What? And Bobby says, he says, okay, well, you were in space because, you know, Kitty was married to Star-Lord once upon a time. He says, I can't really place this whole I'm gay thing on my terms because, and this is another part that kind of complicates things. Because there's a little time-displaced version of me running around with a model boyfriend. Never mind having to save the world on the regular. I haven't even had time to tell my parents. So yeah, I'm sorry I opted to avoid having a hard and exhausting conversation with you. And again, I say, what business of hers is it? Like this is just me thinking but that's none of your goddamn business, kitty. You've been dating like crazy since you were like fourteen years old. You were married to a guy in space. Were you obligated to tell Bobby that you were married to him? You know, it was just but I, I went with it but I felt like girl, you mad at the wrong thing. If you feel like you have to come up to him and have this conversation, then do that, but don't blame him because he didn't tell you something that is quite frankly none of your goddamn business. So, I don't know that was that um the other issue i have with this this particular issue is the character who is z who um the newly powered mutant who they're coming to save he looks like everyone like i don't know he doesn't look like a person of color which is i mean whatever to each his own but it's just like every time a mutant emerges it's always this I don't know, white looking person. And I don't know, I'm just getting it's getting pretty old. Um, the inhumans seem to have more uh diversity in their genetic camp than the mutants do. So that's that. Um, the other book I read, X Men Gold. Oh <laughs> my bad. Iceman, uh writer <laughs> Cena Grace, um Pencilers, Edgar Salazar and Ibram Robertson. Inkers, uh, ch- ch- Ed Tadeo and Ibram Robertson. Colorist, Rachel Rosenberg. Um, cover artist, Kevin Wada. And variant covers, which I don't think I have a variant cover. Perhaps I do. Um, variant covers, Tana Ford and Rachel Rosenberg. So that's that. Next up, X-Men Gold. Mutant X Machina. This is X-Men Gold number 6. And honestly, of all the Resurrection uh, books, this is probably one of my favorite um which is odd to say because for me i'm team generation x all day long but i have to be honest generation x is not doing it for me i am going to sit down and reread the first three issues over again a few times but i'm just not feeling it and i don't know i feel i don't know how to feel about that (laughs) but this is x-men go um techno superior part three um writer mark guggenheim Pinsler, r b Silva inker adriano di Benedito uh colorists frank martin and andrew crossley and uh cover artist adrian siaf s y a f jason Leistein and frank martin um in this this has been a great run period from start to finish especially this techno superior um Storyline. This really takes me back to what X-Men comics were before, when it wasn't every six issues is a trade, so every six issues is an arc. It feels like a X-Men story. It is a Sentinel story. Um, tell old oldest time a Sentinel story with the X-Men. <laughs> um, no, it's really good. I enjoyed it. Um, Gambit pops up. Uh, what? <laughs> what I enjoy most is I didn't think I would like this, this team up is, this X-Men Gold team is Kitty Pride, Storm, Nightcrawler Colossus, um, Prestige uh, Rachel Grey, Prestige and Old Man Logan, and I didn't think I would like this run but I did, first page we opened up, excuse me we're in a dreamscape because last issue Rachel used her psychic powers against these sentinel nanobots that was like going after all mutants on earth and it's a tale as old as time as i said before when it comes to mutants fighting sentinels but the smart part about it is that mark guggenheim the writer what this man did was take oh my god he took the sentinel idea the sentinels out to kill mutants and added these nanobots that Gambit stole from... Oh, some woman. I forget her name. She's important. Um, They combined with the Sentinel, and now the Sentinel is hunting mutants with the twist that these mutants that he's hunting is everybody on Earth, which is anyone with a mutation, anyone who's bald, anyone with, you know, different color eyes, anyone with a health disorder. Like, that blew my mind. And that, that was like, I think, at the end of issue five. But that was a nice little kind of cliffhanger cutoff point to get me excited for this issue. Um, outside of it being a good story, I know when this is collected in trade, it'll read really well because I'm excited reading the individual issues alone. But once you can got that thick book and flip right through it, you, I'm, I'm ready. Uh, the artwork, (coughs) excuse me, by RB Silva is kind of gives me a, dots feel and i do i have felt like initially i'm like oh i don't like this but the more i look at it and i don't know if it's a testament to the story but i thoroughly enjoy the art now um whereas when i first seen it i did not care for it too much but six issues in and i'm like man this is it if this the whole run is consistently in rb's art style i'm good Second thing I love about this book, we open up, and who is in the motherfucking page? Cecilia Reyes. Oh, I love this woman. Cecilia Reyes will be played by Rosario Dawson um, in the tch, 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 New Mutants movie, which is, I think, April 2018. Ooh, if I'm wrong, don't bite my head off. I just can't think of the date off the top of my head right now. But um, Cecilia Reyes, um, like... And the thing I like about this run and this issue in particular is I could very well see this played out on screen, big screen in the movies or um, animated series style, but big screen would be great. Rachel is dealing with not being enough or not feeling like she's enough for her powers. Her whole storyline is dealing with past her, future her, her mother marvel girl her father cyclops and not becoming her parents but then also not becoming what she was supposed to be you know in the future far away like it's it i read through this pretty quickly but it didn't take away from anything that was being said in the story um i don't want to spoil the ending what i will say is the cameos ridiculous First off, we get Daredevil. We get uh, Deadpool. We got Rogue. We got Colossus. We got Squirrel Girl. Girl. (laughs) We get Kitty being badass. I was never a huge fan of Kitty, but her being a leader of the X-Men in this run, I'm really she's becoming a fan favorite of mine. And I'm I don't I don't know if after this is said and done if I'll just be a stand, but at this point, I'm I'm all here for it. Uh, Next, we got gambit we got uh storm of course we got captain marvel we got hulk amadeus cho we got the Stepford cuckoos i don't really care for them but the fact that we have all these cameos we have uh pixie which i i never really got into her um uh, ever so if she's your fan favorite uh say woo or shout or something <laughs> um the other thing that kind of got me is we have this little kiss being shared between two of my faves but i don't know that i fave them together gambit and storm um let's see if something else will unfold with this going forward in this run i'm very interested to see if this was just a quick little reminder kiss of you know who we once were or if this is something that's going to blossom because that would be really interesting to see them you know doing their thing because i think um I think they have a child in an alternate timeline but all in all i'd like to see what happens with this who else we have as a cameo we got the pixie girl which is cool and oh kamala khan shows up <laughs> my girl kamala khan um and yeah that's that's it that's it and i'm not going to again kind of spoil the ending because i think this this is a book that if you are considering like which um resurrection titles to get you know books are hella expensive now and i don't even collect everything that i used to i think x-men gold is something that should be collected if not only in trade you know it's going to sell regardless um i doubt it will ever be canceled so if you're waiting trade waiting on this that's harmless i think i just think x-men gold is a go. um i'd like to see more storm but you know whatever so uh that's that um yeah this has been the pool (laughs) back at you back in effect always hit me up um carefree blurred on twitter carefree black nerd on instagram um carefree black nerd at gmail.com uh check the carefree black nerd feed there is Episodes coming down the pipeline, um, collaborations in the works, and just, you know, rate and review. iTunes, you know, SoundCloud, like, share, comment, and uh, let me know you're out there. Let me know if you want the pool to come back hard and full effect, or if it's just, if eh, I could deal without it. Um, what books are you reading? Please tweet me. C B N pod as the hashtag. Tweet me, let me know what you're reading, what you think I should be reading. Um, I only have a few things and me starting over here in Dallas is giving me a chance to like wipe the slate clean and go forward with a clean slate. <laughs> so if it's something that you think should be on that slate, let me know. So um we can read it together and have us a little book club on the pool. (laughs) So thanks. And uh, as it's said in the carefree black nerd popper, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky and uh, keep them pool list coming. All right.